everyone, and welcome to another episode of Glass Jaw MMA. I am your host, Kaiser. We are going to be going over UFC 261 this week, and we're also going to do a little bit of recap from the prior week, kind of get it all out on the table, uh, see how the bets went, and we're going to go from there. As always, you can skip right to the end of the podcast uh, and just get the overall picks if you don't want to listen to the breakdown of what I've got for the fights. And we're also going to have a new segment at the end. Um, we're going to talk about a possible possible parlays for this week. Uh, I hope to keep it going here in the future. So let's start recapping what we got from last week's uh, UFC Vegas 24. Uh, first fight of the night, uh, we had Dakota Bush, Austin Hubbard, stepping in fight. Um, we did pick Austin Hubbard in that fight That was for one unit. That was a win. Going up the car, we had Tony Gravely and Anthony uh, Bierschak. Uh, we picked Tony Gravely. Put five units down on him. We also, I uh, talked about potentially the fact that Gravely wanted to TKO Burchak, and he got that done. Uh, Zara Farron and Josiane Nunez canceled. We won't talk about that one. Uh, Bartosz Fabinski versus Gerald Mearshart. This is the very first loss of the night. Um, Fabinski, we had, I had put three units down on him. Uh, however, I did say you could fade with a Mearshart KO and, or sub. Mearshart did hit that sub. Um, worked Fabinski over most of the fight, not going to lie. Godinez Pene. Uh, I did say there was a chance Godinez was going to win, but I said put the dog money down on Pene plus one unit. Split decision went to Pene. I know some people were a little iffy on a couple decisions on this card, uh, starting with this one, going up to the next one, which is going to be Juan Espino and Alexander Romanov. Uh, I had one unit down on Romanov to win the fight, um, and I also thought it was going to potentially be by submission. Did not get that one. Um, it ended up in a uh, technical split decision due to the fact that Espino uh, clipped Romanov pretty hard in the cup, and Romanov could not get his feet back underneath him, and there was a chance that there was a, possibly a testicle uh, lost up inside. So that fight uh, ended up in, in a technical split decision uh, where they gave it to Romanov after um, how far they were in the third round, so still a win. Uh, Tracy Cortez, Justine Kish, split decision Cortez. Um, we took Cortez in that fight, plus five units. She worked Justine Kish most of that fight. Kish tried to put up a good fight. Cortez just kind of took it to her most of the time. Uh, Bill Algio, Ricardo Ramos canceled, moves up to Luis Pena and Alex Munoz. Uh, I said plus one unit down on Pena, 1.72, took that win. Um, another, once again, people didn't uh, necessarily agree with the de judge's decision on the split decision for Pena on this one. However, for us, looks good because Pena taking home another win. I thought he pretty much owned most of the fight. Yeah, he got stumbled, but I think he still took it. Uh, Going up to the second loss of the night with the Abdul Razak Al-Hassan versus Jacob Malkoon. Um, I had three units down on Al-Hassan to win this fight. Was I ever wrong? Um, I didn't think Malkoon was going to have it in him. He went in the ring and he dominated Al-Hassan for three straight rounds. Worked him over. Non-stop strikes to the ground, working him over. Malkoon looked good. I'm will be more conscientious conscientious in the future when deciding if I'm going to, uh, when looking at a Malkoon fight, because he looked good. Moving on up the card, Andre Arlovsky versus Chase Sherman. Uh, plus one unit on Arlovsky, unanimous decision Arlovsky. He won that fight, he worked Sherman over. Uh, Drakkar Close, Jeremy Stevens canceled. 
uh, weird how it got canceled. Close saying that the push from Jeremy Stevens potentially caused whiplash. I don't know. It was a pretty – for someone who takes constant punches to the face and gets choked out for a sport and for a job, a little shove, I don't think there's enough there to cause the damage that he was looking at. But who am I to say that's a doctor's decision between him and his team? Uh, last fight of the night, Robert Whitaker, Kelvin Gastelum. We had five units down on Whitaker to take the fight, and did he ever look good? Robert Whitaker took it to Gastelum for five straight rounds. Gastelum looked a little upset that it was a unanimous decision, but Robert Whitaker deserved it. He looked good enough that some people say maybe he shouldn't get another shot at the title, but... You know, I think he's about the only person right now. Maybe Marvin Vittori. Vittori looks good on his wrestling, too. But either of them, I would say Whitaker, gets in the ring with Adesanya and gives the people a show. So um, I would love to see Whitaker re, uh, get another shot, taking back his title from Adesanya. And then it would be a good fight for uh, just in general to watch. So, with all that being said, um, picking two winners, however, or picking two losers and putting three units down, um, that's on each of them, that's a six-unit loss. So, where does that put us for all-time units ahead? Um, well, record-wise, I'm 17-6 and six right now for picks over the last two weeks, uh, and I'm approximately 16 and a half credits, or units ahead right now, uh, betting-wise, between the last two fights. Now, love to see it keep it going. Um, picked a couple underdogs in UFC Vegas 23 and also picked a couple pretty close split decisions in this last one. So I'd love to see it keep going. Um, but it is, after all, me attempting to use uh, what I know, um, what I can see, and then uh, using a model to assist me. So, so with that being out of the way, um, we're going to get into the picks and the model picks for UFC Vegas 261. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone knows, pretty exciting. This is going to be three title belts on the line, two for women, one for men. Um, it was originally a, was going to be a 14-fight card um, down to 13 currently due to the fact that Jamie Simons and Johnny Munoz fight is out uh, due to injury. So um, we did not break that one down. Uh, the model would have picked uh, Johnny Munoz in that one. I don't know. So, uh, we'll go to the first one, and we're going to go in order of what uh, UFC actual promotion on their website has as card order. So, starting at the very bottom, we have uh, Liang Na versus Car or Ariana Carnalosi. Uh, Liang Na coming in at 2.40, and Carnalosi at 1.57. Um, the model, however, is going to have Liang to win 70.34% of the time just due to uh, her overall standard ranking. And what this, the problem with this is, is obviously we haven't seen her fight in the UFC at all. Um, it's hard to find any of her fights to watch. However, she is, uh, her nickname is Dragon Girl, which is awesome. Um, let's start there. Uh, she is young. She is an up-and-comer. She has a pretty good streak going herself um, outside of not being a UFC fighter. Uh, I believe it's WFC is where all her prior bouts were at. She's currently on a four-fight finish streak um, between striking and submissions. She looks good. Uh, the only problem I've seen with her is uh, a couple fights I was able to watch. She has a hard time keeping her limbs uh, tucked in and not 
basically getting almost stuck in submission attempts. Uh, a couple of heel hooks attempted on her, a couple arm bars. She starts looking for her own stuff, and she stops paying attention as someone else tries to slip in a different submission. I don't believe this is going to be a problem with her for this fight, uh, as Ariana Carnalosi has no finishes by submission in the UFC. Um, she is a striker. She's going to want to stand and bang. Um, always has shown that she wants that. And Liang is looking for a submission finish. Uh, she currently did an interview this week um, where she said that she wanted to finish the fight and she's looking to make it a uh, performance or a submission of the night um, for the card because she wants that 50k submission bonus. So um, I like the way she looks. I like the way she fights. I, the big thing is the fact that her opponent is going to be someone who's looking to take her on those submissions. Uh, it's going to give Liang time to work her magic. Don't know. I would take... Um, Liang by submission in this fight. I'm going to put plus two units on her at 2.40. Moving on up the card, uh, we have Quilang Aori versus Jeffrey Molina, or Aori Quilang. I uh, still don't really know what way some of these are supposed to go. Um, this one has actually got me a little split. Um, Looking at the two fighters, they are pretty much pretty much more or less even. Both brawlers uh, that aren't afraid to get on the ground and work. Um, even their odds are around the same for this bout. That uh, the uh, Vegas has Quailing a 1.91, Molina 1.91. The model has a 69 or 60.9 percent chance for Quailing to win this fight. Once again, UFC debut. We have no real uh, like strong data on him to compare it to um, Molina in his one decision in the UFC had zero takedown attempts um, in zero submission attempts. So, uh, however, did spend some time on the ground and on top during that fight. So like I said, I don't think either going to be afraid to take it to the ground during this fight, but I am going to, uh, because I'm so split on this one, I'm going to listen to the model just based on the fighters that it knows that Quilang has fought in the past. I'll take Quilang by decision. I don't see each other. I see them standing. I see him fighting. I see him taking it to the ground. But I do think Quilang's going to um, work Molina over. In the end, uh, plus two units down in Quilang at 1.1. Sorry, 1.91. Moving on up, we're going to uh, Rodrigo Vargas or Kazula Vargas. Uh, Kazula is his nickname. Rodrigo is his real name. So depending on if you go to Tapology or UFC stats, you don't know which name you're going to need to try to find. It's interesting every time. Versus uh, Rongju. Right away, going with Rongju on this one. Uh, plus five units. The model has him as well. Uh, I was liking that. He is a 1.40 to Vargas' 2.95. Um, fought a lot of people that obviously once again Zoo's UFC debut but he's got a pretty long streak outside of the UFC of fighting. Vargas is 0-2 in the UFC um, not looking the hottest Zoo himself is on a heck of a finish streak outside of the UFC um, to kind of break it down for you these are essentially his last 10 uh, KO, KO arm triangle, KO, decision KO, rear naked, guillotine retirement, KO that's, I mean, one decision in there, but 
I think Rongju goes into this fight, and I think he finishes it. I would say wrong by anything but going the distance. That's why I don't want to pick by submission or KO here because he's got um, a pretty good repertoire in his belt of how he wants to go about it. I would just say this fight's inside three rounds, and I would say Rongju by KO or submission. But definitely, if you're going to just pick money line, Rongju, five units all day. I'd also like to add in that the model 100% um, supports uh, Zoo absolutely dominating Vargas. 86.79% chance to win this fight. I just don't think it looks for good for Kazula or Rodrigo, um, even looking at some of their fights. Zoo is just a monster in the cage, and I see it going one of one way, honestly, at this part point. So, sorry, we're going to move on from there. Uh, going up to Baccarel Dana and Kevin Natividad. Um, Baccarel 1.65, Natividad 2.25. Uh, you or Hollywood or sorry Vegas odds um, the model is going to give a 53.4345% chance to Baccarel to win this fight um, between the two of them they are a one and two in the UFC so not looking the best uh, Baccarel's got more strikes landed per minute um, taking less shots to you know significant shots to the body in that time Neither of them going for takedowns, however, uh, Natividad, solid takedown defense. These two are going to stand and bang, uh, I believe, for this entire fight. Uh, just looking at their past fights in the UFC, unless they change some stuff up. Who knows? Um, the odds are pretty close on this one. I know I would say at a percentage like that to dog or pass this one, but... I'm pretty confident Baccarel taking Natividad in this one. Um, his career, all his career losses outside of even the UFC are to decision. So um, looking at fighting Natividad, I think he can outwork Natividad inside of the ring. Um, I will give some props to Natividad. Um, in his Estrada fight, he lost the first round, um, caught Estrada in the second. But I just don't think he's going to have it in him to go in the ring with Baccarel and try to outwork him. He might take a round, maybe round one, uh, go out there and put the work in. But I believe Baccarel's got the uh, stamina and endurance to outwork him for the next two rounds. So I'm going to say Baccarel by decision. Um, just going to throw one unit down on that one because it is so close. And no, like I said, normally I would dogger pass that one, but I'm pretty confident in Baccarel. So we're going to move on from there. Uh, it's not my favorite fight. Uh, just to pick just because it's close and I think they're both good. And money-wise, it's not going to be the biggest uh, contender. So we'll move on up to uh, Patrick Sabatini and Tristan Connolly. Um, I think this is going to be a fun fight to watch. Uh, Sabatini 1.44, Tristan Connolly 2.80 um, odds. The model is going to have Tristan Connolly to win this one 69.12% of the time. And this is where I think the model's absolutely wrong. Uh, Connolly has just put in more fights over his career. He's put in some work, but I'm going to take Pat Sabatini to win this one. You could dogger pass this one with Connolly, uh, plus one unit at 2.8, but 
he hasn't fought in over a year, and Sabatini is stringing together a pretty good string of good fights right now. Um, I would honestly probably take him in this one. Me, personally, even though I'm going to pick Sabatini to win, I do like Connolly. Um, I'm going to dog her past this one, just throw a unit down, take my chance. Um, probably won't fade it with anything. Just, And I honestly don't know how this one's going to end up. I'm probably going to decision. I think those two are just going to stand and bang the entire time or try to work outwork each other. And I said one unit. Take it or leave it, but Sabatini will probably win this one. Going on to one that I'm much more interested in, uh, Carl Robertson and Brandon Allen. Take Allen over Robertson, money line, all day. The odds right now are at Brandon Allen 1.75, Robertson 2.08. So those are fairly close. Um, the model is going to have Brandon Allen to win 64.67% of the time. He's getting there. Uh, he All of Robertson, Robertson's 5-3 and three in the UFC. All three losses are two submissions. Allen is 4-1 and one in the UFC and two wins by submission. Looking at his other stuff outside of the UFC, still rocking a lot of submissions outside of it. I would take Allen Moneyline here. But I'm also going to take Allen with a submission in this fight. Um, the only problem, the only problem I see for Allen is the fact that he wins almost all the time by rear naked choke. It's rear naked choke. It's rear naked choke. It's rear naked choke. Robertson's camp knows that, and they're going to drill it, and they're going to drill it. But even though I've seen it plenty of times where a camp sits and drills the one submission move that another fighter has, they still end up getting caught in it. They might get some good punches in it, but they're still going to get caught. I think Allen will win it by a rear naked choke. I think Robertson's going to get himself caught. And that's that's how that fight's going to end. So I would say inside of three rounds, Allen to win with a submission. Easy pick all day. I don't think Robertson has it in him to defend that rear naked choke, even though he's probably been drilling it nonstop. Moving on up, Dwight Grant and Steven Sekulich. Sekulich. Sek Sekulik. I'll just give you the opinion right now before I go into any of it. I would take Dwight Grant in this fight as well. Grant at 1.41 Vegas odds. Sekulik at 2.90. Uh, model's going to give a 74.14% chance to Grant Dwight Grant to win this fight. He's 3-2 in the UFC. Sekulich is 0-1 in the UFC. And since Sekulich's 0-1 loss, he has not fought since September of 2018 in the UFC. Oh, wait, no. Not just in the UFC. At all. Yeah, he might have been training in that time, but he has not. Nothing that has been recordable on the internet has he fought in since then. He's very far removed from the fight scene right now. Um... Easy plus three units down on Grant at 1.41. Uh, and I also, if you were looking to take a pick here, I'm going to say Grant by KO in the first or second round. Um, Grant's the better striker. Um, he's better at moving. Uh, he's got a really good takedown um, accuracy right now. Not attempting a lot of them, but he's very good in five fights. Is 100% takedown accuracy. He's got a 78% takedown defense. So even if Sekulich thinks he's going to be able to take it to the ground, eh. And I 
Dwight is sorry, Grant's gonna stand his feet and he's gonna work him over and that's gonna be the fight. And I I would say just stand and bang, Grant wins it. So moving from there um, to the Alex Cowboy Oliveira and Randy Brown fight. Uh, you sorry, Vegas at two point two five for Oliveira, one point six five for Randy Brown. The model is going to give a 50.72% chance to Randy Brown winning this fight. Uh, Very, very close fighters uh, looking at their stats. Striking is a little bit better for Brown. Um, Movement and avoidance is a little bit better for Oliveira. Uh, Oliveira has been in the UFC for some time now at this fight. Put put some fights in. Uh, 18 actual UFC fights under his career. Um, He had... He'll attempt to take it to the ground. Brown's not afraid to take it to the ground. Uh, they're both semi-successful at ground game. It's going to be a close fight. Um, however, due to the fact that it's so close, and I honestly think it could be a really good matchup, and I think this would be a really fun fight to watch, I don't see a finish for this fight. Um, so I would take it by decision. And then I'm going to put the one unit down uh, dogger pass on Alex Oliveira. I think that's an, a safe pick. They're pretty even fighters. Um, you know, I'd rather rather lose the unit and, you know, have a bet on a chance to you know double up here. So I'm going to take Oliveira um, and we'll go from there. So... On to the main card from here. That's the end of the preliminaries. <clears throat> First fight in the main card is going to be Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Croup. I think this is a potentially another another good-looking fight here. Anthony Smith at 2.55, Jimmy Croup at 1.51. Model's going to give a 66.61% chance, though, to Anthony Smith to win this fight. Smith does have the more storied career within the UFC, um, with uh, 19 total fights under actual UFC banners. Croup's uh, 5-1. and one. Either all fights have, the, all the ones he's won and lost within the UFC have been by decision. Or by no decisions, sorry. Um, so, looking at the two of them, having 25 total fights in the UFC and almost none of them to decision. I think this could be a good gladiator match. Um, Jimmy Crute's got the better striking average. Uh, also the better ability to you know not take punches to the face. I want to like Anthony Smith here. I want to like Jimmy Crute here. I'm going to say this fight doesn't go the distance. I would bet if I had to on either... I don't know. This one's hard. I think this is going to be a great match. And I just, my, my gut's telling me one thing, my head's telling me the other. I want to say Smith here because I want to throw the unit down on the Vegas underdog on this one to give it a go. Um, a little bit longer career in the UFC, but Jimmy Crude is a strong up-and-comer. I would say this fight inside two and a half rounds, or, you know, ends before, uh, does not go the distance. Kroot could be a good pick for either a submission or a knockout. Um, so I'm going to 
I'm going to go with that. Jimmy Crew. Only going to put a... I'm not going to put any units down on him. I'm going to put the unit down on Smith. Pick Crute to win. I'm going to take Smith as the underdog. However, I might throw some units on not going the distance. And I'm going to fade the Anthony Smith pick with Crute by either knockout or submission. Um, that's all I got for that one. I can't give a very definitive decision, honestly, because it's a hard pick for me. So we're going to move on up to Uriah Hall versus Chris Weideman. Um I think this is going to be a good fight. Uh, once again, it's one of those, uh, you know, two guys have been in the UFC for a minute. Uh, Hall at 1.87, Weideman at 1.93 for odds. The model is going to give Weideman a 61.31% chance to win this fight. Both significant striking around the same Um Weideman more likely to want to take it to the ground. Um, Hall with a solid takedown defense. Both of them will attempt submissions. It'll be an interesting fight. I'll say that. But I'm going to go with Weideman here. I'm going to take the unit suggestion from the model at plus two units at 1.93. Um, I think this also is going to be going inside the distance because I think these guys are going to want to brawl, but I'm going to give it to Chris Weideman on the KO. He's got the strong hands. At any moment, he splits the difference between two gloves, and he's going to knock his opponent out. Going to give it to Weideman on this one. Moving on up to the final three, the title that are on the line. We are going to start first with the Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. 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 Once again, really bad with that sometimes. Um, this is going to be a good Warrior match, too. The Vegas odds, though, are going to give Shevchenko 1.25 to Andrade's 4.00. So if you bet Andrade, you're going to get a four times return on that. That looks nice. But I don't think she's a good bet here. I really don't. Um... The model's 71.17% chance to, to Shevchenko to win this fight. I think Shevchenko wins this fight. Um, she is a stronger... Not the stronger striker, but she is the stronger worker here. Um, she's going to work Andrade. And she's going to keep that title. She's not going to finish this fight. Andrade's not going to finish this fight. This fight's going to go to decision. We're going to go all the way to the end. The judges are going to either split decision. Well, I, I would say a unanimous decision, Shevchenko. Because um, I think she's just going to put the three rounds of work in and keep her belt. If she has to, she'll take it to the ground and work Andrade from the ground to rack up the points. So easy pick, Shevchenko, on that one. Keeps her belt. Moving on up to the... Uh, Wailai Zhang and Rose Namayunez fight. Um, once again, has a look to be a pretty good fight. Uh, 1.52 on Zhang and 2.55 on Namayunez. The model's got a 61.31% chance to Zhang to win this fight. Um, Wailai has not had to fight as many fights in the UFC to get to the point where she is. I will say that. She's only 5-0 in the UFC. Um, other people have had to fight many more times to get to that point in their career she moved up quick um she took on good fights to get there i will give her that all day 
And I'm going to go with the model suggestion on this. Take Zong in this fight at 1.52. Throw, I'm throwing two units down on this one. Looks good. Um, Zong is pretty good at putting away the fight, too. I believe uh, her decisions have been more or less unanimous. If Nama Yunya's wins, it's not going to be by decision. I, I, I just don't think she can make it three rounds. And win it. Um, because she's going to get wor worked by Zong. To win this fight, she needs that submission or she needs that knockout. So, um, I would take this fight goes less than three rounds. Um, I don't see this one going to decision. I don't know how it's going to end. Maybe Nama Nunez by knockout. Um, because Wailai has got 100% takedown defense right now in the UFC. She is going to block... Just about everything that comes at her, she's going to stand up and potentially take Nama Yunez to the ground and work her from there. I just don't see the submission coming from Nama Yunez. So inside two and a half rounds, uh, maybe knockout by Nama Yunez or knockout by Wailai Zong. But take Zong in that fight. In the final fight of the night, Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. This is going to be a good fight. It's going to be a very good fight. Usman at 1.25, Masvidal 4.00. Usman has probably the highest historical equivalent ranking within the UFC just due to all the fights. Um, he's, I mean, he's 18-1 in the UFC. Or, sorry, 18-1 in his career. He's 13-0 in the UFC. Masvidal has put in some time, though, in fighting 35-14 and 14 in his total career, 17-8 and 8 also in the UFC. The model's going to give an 85.48% chance, though, to Kamaru Usman to win this fight. Um, and you know what? I'm going to give about the same. Multiple times throughout the week, I've heard various sources talking about how the last fight, you know, Usman worked Masvidal over. Um, and they don't think it's going to happen this time because Masvidal's had a full camp. Right, last time Masvidal had to come in, and he had to cut like 20 pounds, and then he had to go in the ring and fight Usman. And Usman just absolutely wrestle fucked the shit out of Masvidal for five rounds, like over 16 minutes of control time for Kamaru Usman. And Usman wasn't prepared to go into that that fight that weekend wrestling. He was prepared for Gilbert Burns to stand on his feet. Stand and bang with Gilbert Burns. So that's what his camp was about. Okay? Masvidal was training for a Diaz fight, even though he's going to lie multiple times and say that he had no camp going into this. He was just overweight. That's it. All right? Usman put in the time for a camp to go in and strike with Burns and not go to the ground. Masvidal steps in. Usman's got to try to change his game at the last second. He does. Wrestle fucks the hell out of Masvidal for five rounds then fights Gilbert Burns afterwards, and game plan that time, got to keep it, got to strike with him, got to retain his title, and now we're going back to a Masvidal fight. And this time he's prepared, and he knows exactly what he did last time, and he's got a camp prepared and gone through it for Masvidal. He is going to go in there, he's going to put Masvidal on his back, and he's going to work him. Might stand on his feet for a little bit and work him. This fight, I do believe, is going to go five rounds again. It's going to go the distance, but it is going to be a unanimous decision for Usman. 
Five units down on Usman at 1.25. Easy pick in my book. Going the distance, I think, is another fairly easy pick. Um, but do not stray away from Usman on this one. Don't think just because Masvidal took the fight last second and he looked okay that it's still a pretty good pick for him. No. No. Usman works him over in this fight all day. So, with that being said, that is all my picks for UFC 261. I'm going to go back through them real quick and give everyone um, that wants to jump to the end here just the full breakdown. Na Liang versus Ariane Carnalosi. I'm going to take Na Liang, um, and I'm going to see her probably finish with a submission. Iori Kuelang versus Jeffrey Molina. I'm going to take Kuelang by decision in this fight. Rodrigo, or Kazula, Vargas versus Rongju. Uh, take Rong in this fight with anything but going the distance. Uh, submissions or KOs, man looks good. Dana Baccarel versus Kevin Natividad. I'm going to take Baccarel in this fight by a decision. Patrick Sabatini versus Tristan Connolly. Um, I believe Sabatini is going to win this fight, but it's close enough. I'm going to put a unit down on Connolly for the dogger pass on this one. Carl Robertson, Brandon Allen. Allen all day by submission. Doesn't go the distance. Submission, Brendan Allen. Dwight Grant, Stevan Sekulik. Uh, taking Grant in this one in a KO in rounds one or two, not going the distance. Sekulik has not had time fighting recently at all. Alex Oliveira versus Randy Brown. Oliveira by decision. Uh, Anthony Smith versus Jim Crute. Once again, I keep going back and forth on this one, but I'm going to take say, Crute. And this one, probably still going the distance. Uriah Hall versus Chris Weideman. Weideman by knockout. Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. Uh, Shevchenko by decision. Uh, Wailai Zong versus Rose Namajunas. I'm going to take Zong in less than two and a half rounds. Um, knockout sub, I'm not sure there. And then Kamaru Usman versus George Masvidal. This fight is going to go the distance. Usman is going to win by unanimous decision. And... It is an easy pick for Usman all day. So, that was the full group recap of the card. However, um, I talked about a special new segment I wanted to talk about. This is what I'm going to do, hopefully at the end of every single one of my pick podcasts. We're going to do parlay mealtime. So, for this, um, a meal is however you want to make it, right? So the entree for your meal, I'm going to make three picks that I think are probably the most solid picks from what I've said so far. It's going to be your entree. However, sometimes, you know, you're a little hungry, you want to start with an appetizer, I'm going to go with a fourth pick um, that I think is still a pretty solid pick to go with from this card. And then if you're feeling real frisky, appetizer, entree, and your dessert, five total picks. I'm just going to add a fifth pick in there if you want a five-pick parlay to make that full meal ticket for yourself. Um, yeah, I think that uh, entree for this meal all day is going to be the three title fights. All right, if you're going to parlay something, I think you're going to want Usman, Zong, and Shevchenko. I'm very confident in those fights um, and those fighters. Also, Vegas and the model are all very confident in those fighters. I think those three is a good pick all day for the entree to your meal. If you're looking at a little appetizer, prior to this one, um, Carl Roberts and Brennan Allen. Allen takes this fight. If you want it to be a little bit of a spicy appetizer, throw Allen in by rear naked choke to start that parlay. Or not rear naked choke, but a submission. Uh, that's kind of reaching out there. Um, but 
Allen's winning that fight. And if you want to finish up that parlay all day for your dessert, Rongju by anything but the decision here. I would, if you want to just money line it, Rongju is going to just dominate Kazula Vargas. So that is your full meal parlay. Your appetizer, Brennan Allen. Your entree, Usman Walai Shevchenko. And number five for your dessert is going to be Rongju. That's all I've got for this time. Um, I'm your host, Kaiser. Uh, I hope to continue doing this in the future. Keep breaking out those uh, predictions. Um, I love UFC. Um, and even if things don't go my way, I still like to try to look at it and see how I think things are going to finish. And just gives me more reason to get to watch them. So uh, this is me signing off. Have a good day.